0: A to Z of College Recruiting. This is the show where you'll learn about the latest tips and tricks on how to maximize your scholarship opportunities tenfold. You'll learn the hows, whys, and what's of college recruitment and scholarships. Let's get into it. Welcome
1: to episode 51 of the NSR Podcast, the show where we give you the latest tips and tricks on how to maximize your scholarship and collegiate opportunities, Matt. We are hanging out in an American state this week. Not going to tell you which one. Uh, I don't even know which one. <laughs> I don't even know which one yet either. Uh, but over the next 50 episodes, I thought it was a nice time to, to do it, 50 states. So the next 50 episodes, every episode we're going to be in a different state. Uh, we'll let you figure out which one it is. You'll see different landmarks, different college stadiums, different college campuses. So uh, we'll leave that up to you to, to figure out. While you are on, on YouTube, if you are watching, uh, Smash that red subscribe button. Um, any other podcast app that you are on as well? Smash the red. Well, I don't know what color other podcast <laughs> could, apps be color, could be any color. Could be any button. Smash the subscribe button. Subscribe. Uh, if you're on iTunes, give us a star rating. Follow us on iTunes. We are absolutely everywhere. One more week, we'll be on Spotify. Oh, we've um, been talking about it for fifty episodes, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Uh, we'll be on Spotify hopefully by by next week. Um, we've got our twelve step guides here for performing artists and athletes. We've also got a a basketball book as well. Matt, what's the title of
0: that one? Well, I wrote it. I should know. Uh, know. It's U.S. High School Basketball. Four secrets that all top 100 basketball recruits know. So make sure that if you want to be one of those top recruits, you are in the know. Get yourself that book. Exactly. Get yourself any of these books. Any of the books. They're they're all great resources. Um,
1: Now, this week's episode, Matt... Uh, We're going to be talking about visas. Exciting. Exciting. Very exciting. Uh, A super important part of the process. That is
0: true because Um, you
1: do not go anywhere unless you have a visa. Exactly. So the the topic is how to get a student visa. Uh, What do you need to know about getting the student visa? So a really important episode. Hopefully everyone enjoys it and uh, clears up any confusion that you may have around uh, surrounding this particular topic. That's it. All right, visas, Matt, uh, it's obviously one of the last parts of the whole college recruitment process, um, but probably the most important, you know, if you don't get a, a student visa, then you're probably not going to be going to the US. That's uh, I think a fact. Old Mr. <laughs> Trump may have something to say about <laughs> that's, that if you that's exactly right. without a student visa. Um, so let's get the, the basics down first. All right, so
0: um, the US student visa, um, what you will be going after is called an F1 student visa Formula One student visa no that's I don't believe that's what okay. it's it's, a, it's an F class class F one visa, visa student, student visa. visa I really don't know what the F stands for but that's that's, that's not visa. about driving no, race cars no actually. it's not about driving race cars um, look an F1 visa is issued to international students who are attending an academic program uh, or English language program uh, at a US college or university uh, an F1 visa will also be given to students attending a high school So, um, there's also a J one visa, but typically with, with what we do, it's, we deal with all F ones, um, because the visa is actually sponsored by, uh, the, the high school or the college that the student will be attending Mm -hmm. a J one visa, um, Mm -hmm. is essentially sponsored by a, a study abroad agency in Australia. They would sponsor that visa for a kid to go and do a six month study abroad, but with what we do, and typically the long-standing long international student visa for the U.S. is F1 the students, is the F-1. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about the F-1 visa exactly. uh, here today. So well, look, here in Australia and New Zealand, um, to get one of these, you have to attend a meeting at the U.S. consulate. Um, now, the consulates are located in Sydney, Melbourne, Perth, and if you're in New Zealand, Auckland. it's in Auckland. And if you don't live in one of these cities, Matt, I'm guessing probably going to have to uh,
1: you know travel to one of these cities to to get your visa again the, if not, there's, there's it's, no way around, there's it. No yeah, way like around
0: it. it if you're in South Australia or if you're in Queensland or if you're in the Northern Territory or if you're in Wellington or i travelled
1: from Townsville down to Sydney to get, to That's get it. mine so.
0: so you have to Yep. If, if you're not in one of these states that a consulate is located then you will have to travel yep. to one of the states yep. where one of the consulates located yep. but um, look basically you, you'll you know once you, you go through the process you you book an appointment yep. um you'll stand in line longer than the actual appointment takes <laughs> yep um it'll take about a you know half an hour um if everything looks all good then they they'll take your passport um they'll attach the visa into it they'll keep it for a few days and then within like 5 5 days or so they they mail it back to you uh, with your student visa attached. Boom. Sounds pretty simple. You basically book your appointment,
1: attend the interview, give them your passport, they stamp it, send it straight back to you. Happy days.
0: Off to the States. Yeah. No. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Look, that that was a very, very quick yeah. overview of, of everything, but yeah. there, there's, you know... a. a much more detailed process that needs to be followed to even get that appointment. So I, I imagine, Richo, we're going to be talking about that in the next segment. In the coming segments, we're going to basically get into
1: the ins and outs of uh, the whole student visa process when, when looking to or well, applying for the F1 student visa. But what visa. I just said,
0: that's just that's the gist of it. Exactly. That's that's
1: a very basic overview uh, of what does happen. But now we'll get into each one of the steps involved with the, the student uh, visa process. So... Stay tuned. The next segments are going to be really important. All right, so we'll map it out in the coming few segments. Uh, putting every, well, we'll put everything into order so it's a little bit easier to, to follow uh, and so everyone can understand a little bit better. Uh, but Matt, when does
0: the visa process begin? Well, look, you, you can't actually start the visa process until... You've been accepted by school. What? yeah Yes, I knew it You knew it I knew it you, God, Jacob, you're smart <laughs> um, So yes, you, you have to have uh, satisfied all the requirements of the application and admission process for the particular institution that you'll be going to um, Before you can even think about getting a visa So you can't, you know, yep, I'm going to the States, I need to get my visa now Well, no, no, no the visa will come in time because you, there's a lot of things that you have to do uh, to get the document that will allow you to then do the visa. Exactly. Um, so once you've completed all the school's application requirements, you know, Which you've seen another episode that we've done in the past. So if yeah. you're on our podcast playlist. That's back it. Through. That's It's the application. It's sending yeah. your grade reports off. It's sending your financial documentation off. It's sending your immunization records off. It's sending everything that that the school needs to sit there and say, yep, we're happy to accept you into this program. Once they've accepted you into the institution, um, they will uh, essentially uh, create a document for you called a Form I-20. Your I-20 is your international proof of enrollment, uh, and and you have to have that I-20 in your possession before you can start the visa process, which means... That As soon as they say, oh, you're accepted, then bang, can you go and get a visa straight away? No. The school has to put your I-20 in the post, which they'll typically send through DHL or Courier, yep. or some sort of FedEx. Uh, it, it'll get here pretty quickly. Um, they'll give you tracking information and all that good stuff. Um, but that will arrive in, in the physical form in the post uh, with real ink signatures on it. So you can't do it with uh, a, a scan copy. Yep. You, you can't it's do it with original. a... Yeah, it's got to be the original copy that will come in the post yep. before you can start uh, the, the steps relating to the visa process. Awesome. So basically you cannot and should not do anything with
1: visas until you've been completely accepted into the institution that you're applying for and you've received
0: your R20 uh, document in the mail from that institution. Correct. Uh, the one thing that you can do is, prior to you know anything relating to visas is make sure that your passport... Is up to date. Yep. Make sure it's up to. Um, are we going to talk about that? No, you've covered oh, something that I, I didn't.
1: I forgot to put in there. Oh, well,
0: here that's why you get me on that's here. That's Why you're on the podcast? No, that's man. it. That's it. So the one thing that you can do relating to your visa is make sure that your passport is is up to date. Like if, if you've got a, a a child's passport, it's only a five year passport, and look that the the fact is that that's going to expire sometime in the next few years. Yep. Um, go ahead and apply for an adult passport because that gives you 10 years and then you won't have to worry about renewing a passport mm-hmm. throughout your time in college or deal with any of that because that becomes a little bit of a hassle because if you if you don't have a, a passport like that passport. lasts the, the whole time that you're in college and you have to renew it at some point within, then you know you can do it and it's easy, but then you have to carry two passports with you yeah. at all times, which... Becomes a bit of a pain. A higher risk of losing one of them if there's two. <laughs> That's it. You know, like uh, we've we've had students lose one passport. Yep. Much less having to keep track of two. So um, that is the one thing that that, it, that is in your control prior to being accepted to a college, prior to receiving an I twenty from the college that allows you to get a visa. Make sure your passport is up to date. That is the 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 biggest and most important thing that you can be doing while waiting. To start the actual student visa process. Exactly. So passports, stay on top of
1: that. Make sure you have a valid passport as well before going through any of this. Correct. Uh, I've received my
0: I-20 in the mail. What happens next? What do I need oh, to do? Jacob, you got your I-20. I did. Now the fun begins. Super excited. Super excited. Now the fun begins. Awesome. We can start the visa process. That's awesome. Um, so look, after you receive your I-20 in the post, there, yep. there's essentially three main steps that you need to follow. Firstly, the first one, and, and the school the school will usually give you instructions but they, they leave – uh, no matter how many schools we've worked with and how many times that we've seen schools send instructions about the visa process, they tend to, to leave plenty of room for interpretation. And, and, and you know, yes, Australia and the U.S. and, and New Zealand, we all speak English, um, but we use different vocabulary. We There's, there's, there's subtleties that have – I've seen kids, you know, miss steps in the past. So yeah. the first step – and and the school will typically tell you this, is that you're going to pay your SEVIS I-901 fee. Now, quickly,
1: to all NSR athletes and families out there, uh, you may hear some words in this SEVIS DS-160, all these different things with the visa application process. Don't stress, we help you through every single step of the way. Try and make it as easy and... Uh, stress-free yeah. as, as possible. No, we, we will uh, spell
0: it out literally step by step by step. Exactly. You, there's, there's nothing that you don't have to do any thinking. You just have to do reading. All right? and, and you say, yep, okay, step one is to do this. Here's the website. Here's this. We will, we will spell all of this out. So don't freak out. If you're part of the NSR program, don't if, freak out. That's it. But if if still you, listen to this because it's really important. It will yeah, help it'll, you prepare better for when the time does come. Exactly, Exactly. If you're not part of the NSR program, then you better listen. Because it listen. can get it can get confusing, right? Exactly. Um, so the first step is paying your SEVIS fee or your I nine hundred one fee. Um, uh, essentially, what the I twenty gives you is is a, is a SEVIS identification number. All right, your SEVIS identification number is a unique number assigned to you that essentially registers you, the international student, with U.S. Homeland Security, so they can follow you, they can see when you're entering and exiting the country. Um, that Sevi's number is is essentially you know that, a that, GPS is, that tracker. Is, that, <laughs> yeah, that is that is your unique identification number um, that that will that will be registered every time you enter and leave the country. Yes. Um, so the first step is to register that number, and you register that number through a website uh, where you pay a, a, a fee. Um, I believe it's Sevi's fee is, it is it's coming up later actually. Two hundred US.
1: Two hundred dollars US.
0: Yep, the Sebi's fee is two hundred dollars US, and and then you'll essentially get a confirmation page uh, that, that that you'll print out and and keep with you. Mm-hmm. All right, so the first step, pay the Sevi's fee, keep the payment receipt because you're going to need that at the appointment. Mm-hmm. Um, step two, DS the DS one hundred and sixty, the form DS one hundred and sixty. I do remember this
1: form because it took me a little bit of time to complete. This, this and is probably some- yeah. Pretty crazy questions on on there as well, but uh, has That's to be it. done.
0: So the DS one hundred and sixty will probably take the longest out of everything. Probably probably thirty to forty five minutes it yeah. takes you to complete the DS one hundred and sixty. Um, this is a form um, that essentially U.S. Homeland Security is going to ask you all sorts of questions that that they'll, they'll ask the same question three different times in a few different ways. In, in, a, in a few different ways to try and trip you up or. Or, or just essentially make sure that you're going to be going to the U.S. for the right reasons, for the reasons listed on your I-20, all that good stuff, right? So there's going to be questions about terrorism. There's going to be questions about people trafficking. There's going to be questions about drug trafficking. Um, essentially, all questions that you should essentially answer no to, all right? <laughs> they're, they're going to ask for particular travel dates, You know, you know, do you know your address, um, you know, a couple different people that, that know that you're going to be going to the US aside from uh, your immediate family. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, like there, there's a handful of different information that, that'll go through and they'll ask literally the same question three different ways. You definitely need to concentrate and uh, it's not something you can just sort of breeze through and just
1: go through and click click buttons. Like you need to concentrate because you slip up once on this form, it
0: could uh, be detrimental. Yeah, well, that's it. And, and it's, it's just one of those things that, Like some of the you, you, I promise you, every one of you will look at those some of those questions and be like, "Really? Like you're asking? You're asking what? Well, look, if they don't ask it, like they they have to ask it, right? Like, but uh, essentially, the answers to to all those questions should be no, um, or you you will have some problems. Um, But look, once you've completed that DS one sixty, you'll you'll upload a photo, um, and then you'll also get a confirmation page with that. So. the DS-160 confirmation page will have your photo on it as well as a barcode. Uh, and and that is another very, very important document that you will take with you to the appointment once that's scheduled. Which is step three. Step three, schedule the appointment. Schedule the visa appointment. Schedule the appointment. At one of the U.S. Consulate Generals. That, that is right. So once you've completed the the Sevi's fee payment, you've completed the, the DS-160, you got both those confirmation pages. There's going to be... The third step is logging on to the U.S. Travel Docs site uh, to actually book your appointment, and you have to complete step one and two with the SEVIS and the DS-160 first because you're going to get confirmation numbers that you'll input into the U.S. Travel Docs site yeah. that will then pull up your information uh, so that the essentially the system knows what visa that you're you're actually what appointment that you're applying, applying to, to go yes. to, and that's going to be the the appointment obviously for the F-1 uh, student visa. So that's look, not too difficult of a task, though. The, no the scheduling. No, the interview. scheduling of the appointments. Literally, look at an online calendar. See when the first available appointment is, and and it. and book it. <laughs> yeah. Um, look, you know, look look at, at, at dates that correspond with with times that you're free. If you have to travel, then you know it's looking at um you know what dates that you're going to be free, and, and the easiest way to uh, to sort of correspond with your schedules, yeah. but. Um, yeah the third step is just book that appointment and then you're going to get a confirmation page with that as well your, your appointment confirmation Yeah. so then you've got three confirmation pages that are super super important which to, we will to take with you exactly which uh, in the next segment we'll go over all of that type
1: of things everything you need to actually bring to the interview questions to prepare for but you mentioned costs just before for the service right we'll talk about costs for the the other or any other costs associated with
0: the visas as well quickly right Um. So the sevis you said sevis fee two hundred dollars U S yeah um, the DS one sixty will have a, a cost to it I think it's about one hundred and sixty U S yep. um, and then there's actually there's there's an, a, an amount that you'll pay on the day of your appointment for one hundred and fifteen Australian or, or New Zealand dollars mm-hmm. um, if you're in New Zealand now so if you add all those up the the total cost for your visa is around five hundred bucks. Um, and It does change every now and then. Yeah, I know it like was a little bit different
1: to when I was going through it. Costs were a little bit, a little bit different, and also things in US dollar were we were closer to the US dollar at yeah, that point look, in time. So and that's always sort of change. changing. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, but but look, the this is not an annual fee. You're not going to have to pay this fee every single year. It's it's you pay it upfront, and yep. and essentially you'll have a five year visa. Yep. Uh, or if you have a two year or a three year visa, if you're going to a junior college, um, then look. Like it's super super easy after your time at junior college to then renew your visa for another couple of years. You would just pay the SEVIS fee again. You won't have to pay everything again, but you would have to re-register uh, the the SEVIS fee, which is what I think two hundred dollars. Or you can do what I did and, and
1: stay in the states for the remaining two years, and the I twenty just carries over. Yeah, uh and you won't need to renew your actual visa because your I twenty keeps you. Yeah, yeah, that's the, right. Yeah.
0: So you didn't, yeah. I didn't no. have
1: to. I didn't have to renew my visa because I stayed in the US the remaining two summers. I didn't come back home, and my I twenty carried over. Oh, perfect. So, yeah. the, so
0: then, yeah, and then the U.S. consulate just sent you an updated, updated I twenty, updated I twenty. Yep. yep. Very good. Easy. So, um, like I said, overall cost of each of the steps, right around five hundred dollars. That will be uh, to cover the full time that you're in this, the the state. So fi- that's a that's a five year visa. Yep. So average it out, hundred bucks a year. Yep. Not too bad. All right? Not too bad. But. Um, yeah, once, once you have all the completed documents, um, you, you've you've booked your appointment, uh, then it's just about it's about going to the appointment.
1: It's about going to the appointment, which is what we'll talk about in the next segment. And again, um, if you're an NSR athlete or family member out there listening to this and you, you've just listened to that segment and you're, your mind's blown, like Mind do stress blown. again, we help you through every single step of the way, make it as easy and as stress, stressless as, as possible. Um... So if you ever have any questions about the, the visa application process, obviously we're always here. Whether That's you're it. on the program or, or not, uh, That's we're it. always here to help you through uh, and make it make it as easy as possible. But basically, you've received your I-20, you've completed the service form, the DS-160, you've booked your appointment, uh, you're ready to go. Three steps uh, that aren't too difficult to, to sort of follow. Um, in the next segment, we'll talk about the actual interview itself. Everything that you need to bring with you to the interview, and any questions that you may need to prepare yourself for that, that they may ask you in the interview. Sounds like a great segment. Coming it's up. easy, it is a great segment. So stay tuned. Um, it's going to be going to be really enjoyable. There we go.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, Matthew Wade. Last segment, uh, and then and then we're done. What uh, we'll talk about the interview itself. Uh, what you need to take with you, uh, and we'll also talk about some of the questions that you need to prepare yourself for. Uh, you know that they may ask you while you're you're actually in
0: in the interview. Yep, let's go. Okay, so um, when it comes to the interview and what to take and everything, like you, you essentially you want to take everything relating to the opportunity, right? Like the, the more, pretty much impro- everything. Yeah, yeah the, from from the start of the application process, yeah. everything that you sent to the co- like you, you want to have a copy of everything just in case they ask to see anything you, you don't leave any doubt no you, there's no you don't want any doubt in in that interviewer's mind that yeah. you're you're not going to do exactly what you say that you're going to do exactly. right yeah. so the more information that you have the better even if they don't ask to look at you know three quarters of it all yeah. right so yeah, exactly. the most important things that you need to take with you firstly valid passport yep all right valid passport is
1: number one in the past we've <laughs> Had an athlete or two forget their passports. Yep. Uh, I know Harrison in the office actually, uh, he probably won't mind me saying, but he forgot his I 20 document, probably the most important document out of everything. (laughs) Yeah. He forgot that one.
0: So they're not going to give you a visa (laughs) without your I 20. So, no, but um, right. So, when it comes, so firstly, valid passport, you want to make sure that you have that. Secondly, your I 20 document. All right. Your I-20 is super, super important. Not just the first page, but all three pages of your I-20, you will want to bring with you to the interview. Mm -hmm. Um, You will also want to bring, firstly, your SEVI's I-901 payment receipt. Mm -hmm. So that registers your SEVI's number, confirmation that that's been paid. Uh, You also will want to bring your DS-160 confirmation page. Um, That's the one with the photo and, and the barcode on it. You'll want to bring that. Uh, and you'll also want to bring your appointment confirmation page. So all those three confirmation pages that you get when you look to schedule the appointment, you want to bring those uh, with you along with uh, your your passport. To be safe, just literally print everything. Literally just print everything, put it all in one folder, and, and keep that folder safe. Right. Now, in addition to that stuff, yep. um, you will need to bring with you a valid passport-style photo. So you'll go to Australia Post... Or New Zealand Post, um, you'll, you'll make sure that you take with you a passport photo um, in the physical form, not digital or anything like that. Make sure that it's it's you know printed on, you know, photo paper from from the post office. Yeah. You'll have to bring that with you. Um, you'll also, you know, the 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 proof of finances document that you supplied to the college. Yeah. All right. So so the most, imp- the, I guess that that's probably the most important document that you supplied during the admission process that allows the college to, to issue you an I-20. It, it shows proof that you can you can support the financial side of your journey. Um and, an affidavit of support. Right. In case you see that and you don't right. know what that means. So but. your financial affidavit of support and, and then there's also um, some supporting bank statements or, or financial documentation um, that needs to be supplied with that. So essentially what you showed to the college in terms of financial documentation, you also want to take with you to the visa interview because um the, the the question will always come up you know how are you financing this journey you want you want to be able to yeah. show proof of that and and that may be through you know parental support your parents are your sponsor and, and and it's their you know they show their bank statement and say yep there's plenty of money here to support um johnny the, the, while yeah, little yep. johnny while, while he heads over to the united states yep. um <laughs> but yeah so so that's that's an important thing so um, you want to bring that proof of finances like that that doesn't change really anywhere because when I came and migrated to Australia before they even gave me a work and holiday visa they wanted to make sure that I had uh, at least 5000 Australian to dollars yourself, to, yeah. to be able to support myself um, you know for for the time that I arrived in Australia. Yeah, well, um pretty standard practice. Yeah, definitely anywhere you go. Yeah, definitely any any country that you travel to yeah. you know and getting a visa you'll you'll essentially have to supply documentation around your finances, but because you're going to be heading to a school, you know, that, that school is sponsoring your visa. Um, you've had to show that school financial proof that you can support your time there mm-hmm. to, to even get that I-20. So again, you, that's what you want to bring with you to the appointment. They may not even ask to see it, but at least you have it there if they do. Yep. Um, and it's also advisable to bring uh, a letter from the college that, that states your level of study, um, and detailing your program start date, so the time that you'll be starting in the United States. So um, that will be listed on your I-20, but if you got an email that was an acceptance email, you know, yep. congratulations, you've been accepted to so-and-so college, yep. um, we can't wait to have you, uh, classes start, you know, orientation starts on the 15th of August, 2019, yep. or whatever it is, you know, whether it's a, it's a letter that's come in the post with your I-20 or it's an email that you've received, good idea to, to print that out, yep. bring that with you too as, as supporting documentation. Yep. Um, so I think that, did I, did I get it all? Yeah, you did. Uh, and I and look,
1: I guess using myself as an example, I, I literally printed everything that, that I received. Not only the DS-160, the service confirmation pages, the appointment booking confirmation pages. I printed out every single page of the DS-160 form that I had completed. Uh, I printed out any email chains I had with the admissions department at the, at the school Uh, printed out the acceptance letter that I received, printed out my school's application confirmation page. Um, Because as, as Matt said, the more information and the more documents that you have from the institution, I guess proof that, that you have a legitimate opportunity in the United States. Most definitely. uh, That's what they, that's what they want to see. The more you have certainly the the
0: merrier. So look, it's, um, I, I always tell people it's, it's better to print all that stuff, keep it in a folder. Yeah. It's better to have everything and not need it than to go to the appointment with a minimum thing and not have the document yep. that you need. Yep. You know, So um, have it and not need it as opposed to need it and not have it. Yep. Hey-oh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, so of yeah, wisdom. That's
1: about. it. Be, be prepared. Exactly. Now, we'll talk about some of the questions that you need to be prepared for. Uh, in the actual interview, because you will sit down and and speak to someone. Yep. Um, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I I had to sit down and speak to someone, but I also spoke to someone behind the counter as well who asked me some questions. So it was sort of like two people that would ask me different questions. But um, what are some of the questions that they they will
0: or may ask you? Now, look, there's going to be a handful of questions. And the most important thing that you do while in that interview is keep the answers to all the questions that you're asked consistent with what is exactly written on your I20 document. Yep. If you deviate from your I20 and what it what it physically says that you're going there for, if you if you freestyle and you start saying things that are irrelevant or <laughs> <Freestyle>. or, or <laughs> you know, like you, you go off topic and talk about what you you hope to do in the future while you're in the state like no. Don't don't do not do like, not like I deviate said, from No, <laughs> what you need to understand is that the 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 people that that are at the consulate are uh very systematic. All right? They, they they know what they're looking for. They ask specific questions and they want specific answers. You don't need to to overindulge. Okay. Um, less is more. It really is, all right? This so it's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Less is more and, and just be very very specific with with your answers and and you know, answer their questions with what is written on your I20. And and that that's the the best piece of advice that I can give you. What you know, questions at the last what college are you going to go to? So the college name. Hopefully, you don't get that one wrong. If yeah. you get that one wrong, you're in trouble. That's it. Um, know the name of your college. You know the location. Where Where is it in the United States? Where will you be going? Um, they may ask. You know the the. Do you know the address that you're going to be staying at? Yeah. So, you know, have the college the college's name, location, and the college's address. Um, be prepared with that information. Yeah. Um, which sport? You know, they may ask. What sport are you going to be playing? Are you Are you playing a sport? Mm-hmm. Um, what what are you going to be studying? Uh, and and again, that your your program of study will be listed on your I twenty. And and look, it may, you know, if, if you're, you know, let's say that you're studying science, it may say that you're studying liberal arts and sciences. Yeah. Okay, so so you you want to you want to make sure that you're saying you're, same you're, sa- you're your saying I-20. the exact same thing that's written on your I twenty document. Yeah. Um. You know, they're they're going to ask, are, are you receiving any scholarship? Um. So uh, again, your I twenty will detail. If you're receiving scholarship and where that scholarship's coming from, yeah. so if if it if it's a you know if if it's an international scholarship, then you you tell them oh I'm receiving ten thousand dollars in international scholarship. Yeah. Uh, if, if you say oh I'm I'm, I'm receiving ten thousand dollars in sports scholarship, but it's not a sports scholarship, it's a, it's an international scholarship, yeah. that's going to raise a red flag. Exactly. All right. So so again, are you receiving scholarship? Yes list the exact amount on your i 20 list the exact type that's that's written on your i20 um, you know how, how are you gonna the, another question how are you gonna be supported while over there um, that's when you can say look my you know my parents are my sponsor or um, you know my there's a there's a business that's sponsoring part of my yep. my journey or, yep. or I'm I'm supplying you know half the things and, and again you need to have your your supporting documentation with you with you yeah. uh, for, for how you you're, you're gonna support your time while over there yeah. uh, they may ask you know what's your what's your coach's name or, or what's the the name of the contact person that you've been in regular that, that you've been in regular with. contact with yeah. uh, at, at the institution so be prepared with that information um, and look that typically that that's about it they, they may not ask as very any- specific
1: information like very specific very, information it's not hard to the answers to those questions should be pretty easy to, to answer well the literally unless the, the, you
0: start deviating and that's it the the answers to your the questions that they ask are written on your i-20 yeah 100 percent. all right so so what you want to do is again i'll say it again make sure that the answers that you provide are are exactly what's written on your I twenty. Do don't deviate, don't overindulge. Yep. Keep it very, very plain and simple, very black and white. They ask you what you're studying, you you say exactly what's written on the I twenty. They ask you where you're going. You 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 say the exact way it's written on your I twenty. They ask the address. That address is on your I twenty. All right. Scholarship, everything everything is written on your I twenty. Do not deviate from your I twenty. And you don't have to stress like No. I it, mean
1: the interview it may seem you and we may be Blowing it out of proportion a little bit, but it's you just need to have your answers and you need to answer correctly. Uh, but that doesn't mean you need to study your I twenty and then read it like a robot when they ask you the question. I'm going to
0: Iowa Central. Yeah, <laughs> I will be going to Iowa Central. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Exactly. No, it look. And again, I, I'm not trying, certainly not trying to scare anybody. It, it's no. it's about preparation, yeah, right? and, and just understanding what's going to happen during that interview, exactly. what leads up to that interview, things that you need to know. Uh, ultimately, all they want to know, really, what that appointment is about. Like you, you've done the hardest part of the entire process when it came to applying to the school and being accepted. Like that's that's the hardest part. Um, time-consuming. You know, yeah, mo- the most time-consuming. The hardest part is is actually getting getting that I twenty document in your hands. Once yeah. you've got the I twenty, like I said, it's it's a couple different forms. It's book an appointment. Make sure that you you're you're tuned into. You know everything that's written. What the consulate wants to check is that everything on your I twenty uh, is spelled correctly with 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 what's in your passport. Yeah. You know all the details. You know are are, are correct and and everything. Like I said, th- there's there's no reason to believe that you're going there for any other reason than than what you've listed in that application yeah. and and what you're saying in that appointment. So it's not a big scary thing. Uh, it's it's a very very quick. It's, it's a yes it's an interview quote unquote um but it's pretty quick, it's pretty quick. like yes. i said you're going to stand in line longer than it takes they're going to look over your documentation ask you maybe a couple questions uh and and then once they're they're, they're happy they'll let you know yep everything looks all good your visa has been approved all right, then they're going to hold on to your passport um so they can
1: that's it the, uh, you're you're, you're going to leave without your
0: passport uh because what they've got to do is they've got to print out the the visa that they stick that into the back of your passport uh, and then they'll mail that back to you. They say give it ten days. You know you'll have your passport back within ten days. Um, typically it's between three and five because you get they'll back pretty quick. yeah they'll, they'll send it through uh, a courier. Yeah. Um, it's trackable. You know there, there's it's obviously a very important document yeah. that, that's got your visa and, and it's your passport, right? So, right. Um, but yeah that 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 is that's the episode. That's it, man. That's the it. Episode. Then you got Luckily, a visa.
1: Exactly, and then uh, it's insurances itineraries and uh yeah the flights the actual fun part that's it it's leaving exactly It's so, leaving. look hopefully everyone learned a lot from this episode and we've mapped it out in a in a way that makes it easier to to understand yep. um it's not a difficult process i know people sort of freak out when they hear visas oh i got to go to an embassy and, and book an appointment and it's not no not as difficult as as you would think.
0: and the most important thing to note is you cannot get a visa you cannot attend an appointment you cannot do anything visa related until you have applied and you've been accepted into the college or university that you'll be attending and that college has sent you the 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 i-20 which is your international proof of enrollment you cannot get a visa until you have an i-20 you cannot get an i-20 until you've applied and you've been accepted to the school so your first step figuring out where you're going to go getting through the application process, getting accepted to the institution, uh, and and then getting that I-20 document. Then you can think about visas. Before that, the only thing that you can do that's visa-related, make sure that your passport, Jacob... Up-to-date. Up-to-date. <laughs> Up-to-date to date. passport. Exactly. That, that is the most important, important bit. Exactly. But- so wrapping up episode
1: 51, hopefully you enjoyed uh, whatever state we're in in the background. Um, if you can guess it, let us know. Uh, and uh, yeah there's no prizes or anything but <laughs>
0: no, no prizes <laughs> is just cool to know just, just guess yeah just um, guess look but we'll, not all you guys we'll, we will see you back next week we'll be back next week episode 52 episode 52 don't know what it's about yet
1: but we'll figure it out don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel don't forget to subscribe to, to any podcast app that you're on uh, iTunes as well we'll be on Spotify very soon we'll see you guys next week
0: alright